Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. February 26th, and as you can see, I am just out and about this morning. Uh, I actually go see my accountant, and I find out how big a check I have to write to the IRS this year. That's uh, That will be my Saturday, so unfortunately, one, we will not be doing our typical live stream at 8 a.m., and two, for my students in my Facebook group, I will not be doing a live stream there because... I will be sitting with my accountant and uh, going over how last year transpired. Before we get started, let's congratulate Fabian. Fabian, you got your deal. Your card will be going in the mail. I will drop it off right over there. And then second, I have a second card to announce, but I left it at the office, so I will be announcing that one tomorrow. I apologize if you are watching and you were hoping for a shout-out. You will get your shout-out tomorrow. I apologize. Couple of quick things to talk about. It is the weekend, so we should talk about the week ahead. Let's let's walk a little bit. What the heck? Uh, so on Monday, right? We're going to talk about what's the big news of the week. And Friday again is the big, the big economic event. I think it's going to either cement a 50 basis point move or give the Fed their out. I think the Fed is actively looking for an out. Only wants to do a quarter point, but we shall see. So Monday, HP, workday. Zoom video. You know, again, Monday, it's going to tell us a lot. HP, is it another Dell where they have plenty of demand but no chips? Workday, Zoom video, right? Is Zoom pulling a Peloton? Have they seen their time in the sun? Have they gotten distracted? I still think about that Peloton CEO who came in and said, y'all spent money and time on things you shouldn't have. It's really hard when you are in the sun to realize you are in the sun and maybe you should be building for the future. So we shall see from Zoom video. Tuesday, Target, Kohl's, Domino's, and Nordstrom's. Again, a lot of things we're going to learn on Tuesday about the consumer. Target, inflation, retail sales, uh, our customers starting to trade down maybe from name brands to store brands. Kohl's, Kohl's was a pandemic play. Has their time in the sun set? Domino's. Talk about somebody who uh, had some pretty good run, but have we had enough pizza? Are Are we on to bigger and better things? Are we going to sit down restaurants? And then Nordstrom's. I actually think Nordstrom's will be the most interesting. And that is because, remember, what was that? 10 days ago or so, we got a report that the families who make six figures are particularly nervous. I think Nordstrom's is either going to validate that or it's going to say, yeah, yeah, don't don't listen to what they say, watch what they do. And I think Nordstrom on Tuesday is going to give us a lot of stuff. Wednesday, we got Dollar Tree. Again, is it, uh, if people are trading down at Target, are they trading the Dollar Tree, right? We don't have the stimmy checks. Other uh, things, are people uh, 
having to go to the Dollar Tree more and more. Snowflake, right? Is cloud software in trouble? We do get ADP report, again, about February jobs. Never forget that the ADP report doesn't really connect with the most important report next week, which will be Friday. But again, it will be an early indicator. Thursday, we got Costco, Best Buy in Kroger. Same deal, right? What's going on with the consumer? Best Buy, what is going on with chips? Have, did everybody do their pandemic buying? You know, what is going on? And then the big number of the week is gonna be February jobs report. What is going on, right? Did we, did we add more jobs? Remember, I think I have it in here. Where did I put it? There it is. So jobs for February or for January were 467,000. The expectation for February, half a million, 500 grand. So let's play over under together. This is something we do. Let's also play over under and pick a number. So let's see, February, 500,000 jobs. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take the under and I'm gonna say 443. What the heck, 443. Let me know what you think, over, under, half a million. Are you gonna take the over or the under? And then guess, go ahead and leave comments below. So again, we gotta talk about what's going on with Russia and Ukraine, obviously, all of that is horrible, terrible. We pray for everyone's uh, you know, safety, sons, daughters. Oh, it's just not good. When we step back from thousands and thousands of miles away, what's gonna happen over here, what will happen in Europe, what happened in Asia, we're certainly gonna see a rise in inflation the longer this holds on. The question for me, this is the big question, right? As somebody who studies the consumer, Will it reduce demand? Will it reduce demand? That is the big question. I don't think it will, unless it gets significantly worse, which clearly I hope it doesn't. So I don't think this is the trigger. This is the thing that kicks off a recession. What else is going on? Obviously the Federal Reserve, Jerome Powell will be meeting in the middle of March. Will the Fed raise rates? Clearly the Fed will raise rates. The question is how much. I stand by my call of a half. I think it is a requirement that they do it. I think it is time for the rich to pay up. They, they are the ones that will suffer with half a point. The poor won't care, won't even recognize it. Well, we've got to get a, in front of this inflation. I have no confidence that they will. They will eventually get there, but it will be late. So again, the Fed is raising rates. At some point, that will reduce demand. When the cost to borrow money goes up, eventually it will reduce demand. My feeling is if they do half a point and then they're aggressive, they get a point by December, we could, could have a soft landing. Soft landings are hard. Near as I can tell, the Fed's orchestrated a single soft landing. If not, if they go the uh, tried and true quarter point like Ben Bernanke for seven, eight, nine, 10, even 12 meetings now, can you imagine 12 meetings? That's 3% funds rate. And that's all the way into the summer of next year. That would be recessionary. That would be a problem. Yeah, don't feel good about that. Don't know if you saw this, but we have another iBuyer who was horrible. In fact, this iBuyer is worse than Zillow. 
Remember when we made fun of Zillow losing half a billion dollars? Open door, 662 million folks. They made Zillow look good. Say that again. Open door made Zillow look good. I don't know about you, but losing half a billion dollars would be a bad day. So yeah, not good. Oh, by the way, 662 million. That's uh, $409 million worse than last year. Yes, folks, combined they have lost $915 million in two years. Open door. Stop buying homes. You suck at it. Not good. Don't know if you saw yesterday's stock market, but the Dow had their best day of 2022. I think it was up seven, 800 points. Don't know what that was all about. Machines, algos, buy the dip. Seems like a dead cat bounce or suckers rally to me, but again, not a stock guy, who knows. But it did seem odd that that would happen heading into the weekend. I actually read an article produced, uh, written by Gad Lavon. I actually reached out to him on LinkedIn. I'm hoping to interview him because I think his take on what could happen is very different than mine and I want to talk about it. It was very well thought out. I think it was on C, I think it was CNN Money. No, Bloomberg? I'm going to try to find the link and send it to you. But anyways, I reached out to Gad on LinkedIn because his opinion is opposite of mine, and I would love to talk to him. It was very, very rational thinker. In essence, Gad said, unemployment, the unemployment rate, the one that I think goes from four to five to six, Gad says, get ready, the unemployment rate is going sub three. All right, that's different than my opinion, so let's dig into it. Essentially what Gad is calling for is the service sector to take off. He, he thinks that we are done buying stuff and we are going to buy experiences. And because the service sector will take off, we will be hiring like mad. We will continue wage inflation. Folks, if you haven't seen my 50-year spreadsheet by now, you're not paying attention. The 70s, wages went up for families of four, or families, it doesn't say four. Did it say four? I don't know, it didn't say four. So families went up 82% in a decade. We are gonna see wage inflation like we haven't seen since the 70s. And as we learned yesterday, housing is not correlated to interest rates, even though all these YouTubers say it is. It is correlated to wages. If wages go up 25, 30, 40% this decade, congratulations, you can afford to pay more on a house. That's just how it works. So again, if GAD is right, which again, I reached out yesterday evening, we'll see if it's there. Service sector takes off. Nobody wants to work. You have to raise salaries. Then everybody else raises salaries. We continue wage inflation. We have a labor shortage. How do you fix that? You pay more. And at this point, when wage inflation takes off per GAD, GAD's opinion is very interesting. Basically saying 2022 will be an awesome year, but 2023 will be painful. Because what GAD is painting a picture of is the Fed loses all credibility. Not most credibility, but all credibility. 
and then they are forced to slam on the brakes in 2023. I want to ask him what he means by that. My fear is he means sometime in 2023, after being behind the curve, that the Fed will have to raise a full point at a meeting, probably like Volcker over a weekend. These are questions I want to ask him. I reached out on LinkedIn. We'll see if he comes back. Uh, What else do we got? So again, I think the Fed wants to be dovish. I think they're looking for any reason. But Friday's employment number, not only is the Friday over under important, but there's going to be a wage, a wage component Friday. If that wage component is hot, 50% 50 basis is still on the table. If it is not or disappoints, 50 basis points is gone. I think Powell is weak. I think he'd rather take care of Wall Street than do what's right. I don't think he has a backbone. A couple other things. Looks like Berkshire Hathaway reported a record stock buyback. Berkshire Hathaway reported this morning. It's really weird. They report on Saturdays. $27 billion in stock buyback. If you know Warren Buffett, he doesn't like buying back stock. He thinks it is a poor use of capital. The fact that he's bought $27 billion in stock back is a sign that there are no deals and everything is expensive. And then lastly, we're going to round this up. I got a comment on YouTube yesterday that I want to read and then answer for you. Comment. How do you find a deal that makes sense? It is extremely nuts out here. How do you get through this without losing your shirt? If you've been watching my channel for any length of time or you're one of my students, you know the answer. Design a buy box. Look at it every day. Only do good or great deals. How do you know good or great deals? Well, you spend three months figuring out average. And then you do the work. You do not have to do a deal. If you are looking for deals in your market, like a student of mine two or three weeks ago, we did a call and posted it right here on YouTube. He was having problems in Sacramento. He had done the work. Gave him three action items. You don't have to buy. If you don't find a great deal today, you look tomorrow. You don't find a great deal tomorrow, you look the next day. You don't give up. You don't You don't just do a deal to do a deal. That is the wrong thing. Next, you also have to network. Most of you are not networking enough. Off-market deals are where most great deals come from. Pocket listings are where most deals come from. Network, double, triple what you are doing. Never stop doing the work. And then lastly, believe in yourself. Believe in the process. Believe in the work. It will come to you. You know what? Maybe it's in the summer. Maybe it's the end of the year. Who knows? Nobody who follows one rental at a time does a bad deal. We try not to do average deals. We only look to do good or great deals. If you find a great deal in this crazy market, buy it. That is what we teach. That is what we talk about. You don't lose your shirt by not doing a deal. If it's not a great deal, don't do it. If you need help with this, you need advice, you want to join thousands of other amazing people, buy the course, How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. It'll give you access to a private Facebook group. We usually do Saturday morning live streams. Again, not today. I'm just about to head out to the accountant. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to writing a six-figure check. I think I'm going to have to write a six-figure check this year. Uh, yeah, 
Not good. Not good. Anyways, I hope you have a wonderful day. We will be back at it tomorrow. I do have some videos coming out later. I think the Three Amigos has a video coming out. Millennial Mike was kind enough to do an impromptu video yesterday, so we got two postings. So you will have content on the channel while I sit and go over boring tax stuff. Take care. Bye-bye.